You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Spring training is almost over, and everybody's celebrating that because opening day is right around the corner, and the Diamond, the Arizona Diamondbacks have uh, put together their, most of their roster with a couple of question marks still remaining. Let's catch up with Steve Gilbert on all of that. I'm Allison Fetter. Steve, um, let's talk about – let's start off with Gregor Blanco, who – uh, didn't quite seem to be ready for the regular season. They released him, and I guess they resigned him because they think that he can still contribute this season, right? Yeah, he's one of those players, Allison, that, that qualified as a double uh, XB free agent, which without getting into all the technicalities, they had until uh, Tuesday. We were recording this on Tuesday. They had until this morning to either add him to the 40-man roster um, and give him a spot in the big leagues or – give him a $100,000 bonus and send him to the minor leagues or release him. And so they released him and then re-signed him back. He's got an injured oblique. He probably would have made the team without that injured oblique. Um, but they just didn't want to take a chance that he was uh, going to be ready in time for opening day. And, and roster spots are kind of at a premium right now, 40-man spots, as they try to add a few guys. So um, they released him and uh, re-signed him uh, less than a day later. Um, we talked to him this morning. He said he just really felt good about this organization and about his chances in this organization. And so he agreed to come back for basically the same contract he signed uh, during the offseason. But for rule technicality purposes, they had to release him and resign him. Okay. So other guys that are not going to make the team that are sort of names that we have we are familiar with, with Ruby De La Rosa, he's, uh, I guess, continuing to sort of work his way back. Yeah, he's working his way back from that elbow issue that he had last year. He says he's feeling good, and he's, uh, it looks like he might be able to avoid having that second Tommy John surgery. And uh, to be careful with him, they're going to pitch him out of the bullpen, um, at least for the for the near term. So uh, he'll go down to AAA and pitch out of the bullpen, and, and that could be a, a guy that really helps the Diamondbacks out this year if he's able to stay healthy. So you've got a, a nice little um, opening day shortstop competition going on. It looks like maybe it's three guys, uh, maybe two. What did, what's that looking like with um, just a, less than a week to go till opening day? Yep, down to two guys now. Uh, they sent Cattell Marte down this morning uh, just before just before our conversation here, actually. They, re- they announced that they were sending him down to AAA, so it's down to Chris Owings and Nick Ahmed. Um, and it's been a spirited battle. You know, these guys have been in the organization the last few years, and it always seems like it comes down to who's going to start at shortstop. And uh, Owings has had an outstanding spring with the bat. Uh, Ahmed is probably a superior defender simply because he is just such a really good defender. It's not that, that, that Owings is not a good defender. So uh, it's going to be fascinating to see, you know, what Tori Lovello ends up doing in terms of uh, who his uh, everyday shortstop is, or at least uh, on opening day, who his shortstop is going to be. Um, yeah, Zani Tomas, he's also returning from an oblique strain. Lots of oblique strains. Um, first of all, how is he doing? And second of all, there seems to be a rash of these things breaking out all over the place. Have you noticed that at all? Yeah, it seems to be like every spring there's one kind of injury that everybody seems to get, and this spring it's the oblique injury. But uh, Tomas uh, has played the past couple of days. Uh, he's in the lineup again today. Um, seems like he's going to be healthy for opening day. There was some real concern as to whether or not he'd be ready because you know he hadn't played in so long. I think March 5th or March 6th was the last time he had gotten in a game before earlier this past week. So um, looks like he's going to be good to go uh, as the opening day left fielder. Interesting. And the rotation has been set. I don't know. I'm looking at this rotation, and I like it. Of course, I, <laughs> I think I said the same exact thing last year. 
Um, I really thought that the Diamondbacks were going to be something that they obviously were not last year, but we all did. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I like this. Frankie Walker, uh, Robbie Ray, um, Shelby Miller, Patrick Corbin. I don't know. It seems like it's got some potential there. There's definitely potential there. I mean, and, and again, it, take, it would take Granke to, to return to his usual form, Shelby Miller to um, be the pitcher they thought they were getting in that trade last year. Robbie Ray continuing to take a step forward with his pitch efficiency, lasting deeper in the game. Um, Patrick Corbin seemed to kind of re-deve- rediscover his form in the bullpen last year, and he's looked good this spring, so they're optimistic. You know, he was going to be their opening day starter just a few years ago before he had Tommy John surgery. So there's there's a lot of potential up and down that, that rotation. It's just a matter of, are the younger guys able to take the next step, and are some of the veterans able to have uh, bounce-back seasons or pitch like you know, like they're they're capable of doing? So now that we're we're heading into opening day, let's talk realistic expectations. Um, I mean, if you had to, like, if you had a, if you could select a number of wins that would signify a good season for the Diamondbacks, moving in the right direction, but a realistic amount of wins. Uh, a number of wins, given the division that they play in and the fact that there's, you know, teams that have improved in that division. What number would you pick? Uh, wow, that's a great question. I'll, I'll say <laughs> off the top of my head, without thinking about it, I'll say 79 wins, an improvement of uh, 10 wins, uh, would be a definite step forward for them. I think the key thing for them at least in my mind, is getting off to a good start. Last year, as you recall, that they got off to a poor start. I think everything started to snowball on them, um, particularly the pitchers that first time through the rotation. It just started a bad spiral. So that would be my key for them is getting off to a good start. If they're able to put together 79 wins, that's a step forward. Um, and if everything were to come together for them, given their everyday lineup, if that pitching staff were able to, to hold it together, I think they could, they could win more than 79, but they would need a lot of things to go right. Absolutely. Okay, so you recently talked to Tori Lavello about the upcoming season, so we're going to run that interview. Here it is. Hi, I'm Steve Gilbert with MLB.com. I'm sitting with uh, Tori Lavello here, new man- first-year manager of the Diamondbacks. We're uh, about a week away from spring training when this is going to air and uh, from the regular season starting. Yeah. How are you? Uh, how have you felt about the way spring training has gone so far? I mean, I can't be more pleased up to this point. Um, we have asked these guys to, to run through a lot. Um, as far as their physical activity, and they've, they've addressed all the needs we have. We have some small things that we've tweaked and changed, and you know, those are just my philosophies that I've incorporated here, and these concepts um, have been really addressed, and these, they're knocking it out at the right pace. We had a little little, little hiccup there with the heat, so we took some downtime, uh, but we're ready to ramp this thing up and get ready for opening day. Now, you, you managed a couple months in Boston filling in for John Farrell, but this will be your first opening day as a manager, and yeah. you know, your team, some nerves come opening day? There's no doubt about it. No matter what anybody says, whether you've been a manager in the big leagues for 10 years or um, or, or not, you're going to feel that that sense of urgency and that anxiety. So uh, I actually like that feeling. I might be one of the few that enjoy the feeling of being scared or having some anxiety. So I've learned to cope with it my whole life. But it's the same whether you're in Little League, whether you're in high school or the major leagues. Opening day is opening day. It has such great expectations. And I feel like I'm a little kid out there. I'm sure that's what's going to happen. So I'm second. And what are your, your expectations for this year? What are you kind of, you know, after seeing your team now for, for a better part of four or five weeks, what, what kind yeah. do you expect heading in? Well, what I've discovered is that we've got a really good core group of players that know how to carry the torch. Um, they've united with one another. We, we 
our you know band of brothers it seems like this is a family that's going to move in the right direction so i think that they're ready to walk together and see where it takes them each and every day i don't want to say uh, whether we're going to win or lose i don't want to make any any predictions what i will say is we're going to compete every single night and see where that takes us and we also have to do is we've got to earn things and i've been saying this from the very beginning we didn't have a very good year last year so i want us to be a smart tough baseball team that's going to go out and earn it Last question, do you have a feel for kind of the style of your team after watching it? Like, uh, Well, I know we're going to be offensively um, um, orientated, uh, but that doesn't mean we can't win games or we're not equipped to win games two to one. And um, you know, we scored a number of runs last year. We have some of the same guys back from last year, so we don't want to change that. So I don't necessarily think I'm going to have a style that I'm going to try and incorporate. I want to just kind of get out of their way, see how the flow of the game is going. And, we practice so many things that we're going to be able to call on whatever we need to do on a given game to execute and help us win the ball. Fundamental type things, you know, defense type things. Yeah, I think defense. so. Defensive, defensive fundamentals are really important to me. I know that we're going to make mistakes, and that happens in this game. And uh, that's why there's a column with an air on it, right? So you, you know that those things happen, and you make mistakes hitting, and you make mistakes pitching. But we want to live at those moments, and we want to be able to kind of counterpunch. And uh, if we can counterpunch the opposition and be prepared for the opposition, we know that it's going to carry us. Tori, thanks a lot for your time, and best of luck in the upcoming season. Thank you, Steve. Always a pleasure. MLB.TV Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.TV Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.TV for details.